parents, we often have gut feelings when something just isn't right. This can be especially true in co-parenting arrangements where one parent is struggling with addiction. If you're co-parenting with an ex-spouse who abuses alcohol, Soberlink can help. Soberlink's alcohol monitoring system is the most convenient, reliable, and reasonable way for a parent to provide evidence that they are not drinking during parenting time. The system's real-time alerts, facial recognition, and tamper detection ensure the integrity of each test, so you can be confident your kids are with a sober parent. With Soberlink, Judges can rest assured that your child is safe, attorneys get court admissible evidence of sobriety, and your kids are able to maintain healthy relationships with both parents. To sign up, we have a special offer for Her Empowered Divorce listeners to get $50 off your device. Visit www.soberlink.com empowered. Hi, beautiful. I'm so glad you're here with me today, and I am so excited about our episode. I have another fabulous guest to share with you her story and her advice to help you in your divorce journey. Whether you are soon to be separated, separated, divorcing, or already divorced, this podcast was created especially for you. My guest today is Lisa Dahl of Lisa Dahl Wellness. She is an intuitive eating and body image health coach. I hear from so many women that they are insecure before and after divorce because of their bodies, or they've become so stressed that they become sick. And since this podcast is about helping women through the divorce process, I can't think of a better topic. Lisa's going to talk with me today about health and that it's more than just food and exercise. We can dig into the aspects of health and how they are all interconnected to our well-being. Chronic stress of divorce, which we all experience, can cause difficulty sleeping, change in sex drive, elevated blood pressure, increased risk of developing viruses, change in appetite, chest pain, or upset stomach. Boy, that sounds awful. So Lisa's going to talk to us about the relationship to food and body, intuitive and mindful eating. Hi, Lisa. Thank you so much for being my guest today. It's so good to have you here. Thank you for having me. And it's such an important topic, and it's one that I understand from a personal and professional experience. Well, tell us a little bit about your personal experience. I have been divorced. My divorce is probably officially divorced for 12 years. Took me four years to get through the process of divorce. Wow. And it had to be one of the most frightening times in my life. And Mm. it was really before the resources that are available to people now that the support wasn't there. Um, You would commiserate based on, you know, bashing and complaining about what was happening versus the shift in mindset and how to get through the divorce process feeling whole. That Mm -hmm. 
when you understand that nobody wins, like divorce is not yes. a win game. Yes. And through one of the communities that I participated in as a professional, one of the best sayings that I ever heard was, what is the price of peace? Mm, I like that. And, you know, the example that this attorney would say, you know, how much are you going to pay me to get that $400 a month payment covered? Because right. in the right. end, I'm going to cost a whole lot more than what you're going to get. Absolutely. So, you know, I kind of strayed from the question the point being is that my experience was about self-preservation and mm. self-care was just a horrifying word. Like, how dare I take care of myself? <laughs> yes. I needed to survive. And when I put it as self-preservation, it was easier for me to take actions that were self-nurturing. Today, um, you know, I've transitioned from my former career of a caterer into health and wellness. So I have a very different perspective on I would say how so, to, yeah. yeah, it's a very different perspective. And learning how to give ourselves permission to take care of ourselves where we all hear it doesn't mean that we can take action on it. We are so focused on investing on the tangible things that we can see. We have to take care of the lawyer. We have to take care of our finances. We have to perhaps sell a house. Those are all things that are non-negotiable. Our self-care. Are you in the middle of or struggling with life after divorce? Do you ever find yourself feeling angry, overwhelmed, lonely or sad it's completely normal to experience a range of emotion but here's the good news you are not alone and help is available hi i'm beverly price host of the her empowered divorce podcast as a certified divorce and empowerment coach with over 25 years of experience i help women navigate divorce feel supported and build more fulfilling life afterwards Every week, I feature industry-leading guests who share their expertise and provide practical tips. I offer valuable insights and empowering strategies that will help you regain your confidence and create the life you deserve, just like I did in my divorce. I also address the roller coaster of emotions that often accompany this journey. So join me every Monday as we release a new episode of the Her Empowered Divorce podcast. Tune in for the help you need to make informed decisions, find the right support, and embrace the possibilities that lie ahead. Subscribe today and never miss an episode. I think there's another part to that, and that is women have been taught for generations to take care of everyone else and not themselves and to invest in everyone else and not themselves. And I think that's compounded what you're saying. hundred percent. Absolutely. That is absolutely part of where I was going. And we don't give ourselves permission to take care of ourselves. If we have children, we will make sure that they have a parent coach. We will make sure that they have all the mental health services that they could possibly need. What we are missing is that we are driving that train, mm -hmm. that we need to invest in ourselves. 
And when we take that time to take those actions, we actually save so much in the long run, financially, mentally, and physically. And And it's a better experience for the children too. Absolutely. It's a better experience for everybody. Mm -hmm. Learning how, you know, your attorneys, they're happy to listen to you all day long. They're very good listeners. It's important to understand who are you talking to, what are you getting, and to learn to use the professionals for what they are for. So right. you can pay an attorney, typically somewhere between, you know, depending on where you are in the country, and I'm just throwing out numbers, you know, $350 and up, where it's hard for you to wrap your head around to pay a health and well-being coach $150 an hour. There's actually a win in there for finances and your mental health. Yes. So it's it's looking at the big picture. It is not just about dollars and cents. It's understanding where things are allocated. Just like when you go through a divorce settlement, you don't want to split everything. You know, he can have that. You can take this. You need to think about the value of all the different assets and the different things that you are splitting. Because mm-hmm. if somebody gets the house and you get the car, that's not, you know, they might be in the same value, but that's not the same long-term value. So you need to really think about your self-care and putting yourself first so that you have the ability to make the best choice with a level head on what your future is going to look like. I think too that some people think self-care equates to being lazy to you know and and yet i think it can be one of the most active processes you take and i just think there's a lot of um i don't have a stigma around self-care and i want us to break that stigma and realize that it's not just a nice to do it's a must to do it's we're talking about judgment we have a lot of opinions we have a lot of judgment if somebody says well i need to rest somebody will think like "Ugh, like are you kidding me you know Mm -hmm. what is that going to do for you it's going to buy you your future yes and when we take time for ourselves you know how many times you hear when you're working with women i can't sleep i'm up in the middle of the night my heart is racing i you know, I have horrible dreams. The stress is palpable. What they don't understand is that it's not what happens at two in the morning. It's understanding that you need to, what is going on at two in the afternoon, having time to process, to talk about what is going on. And there's a difference between talking to your best friend and a trained professional. Exactly. You want to be careful not to burn out those relationships that you need. You want to leave the heavy junk, like the deep, the dark, the dirty stuff for your therapist, for your divorce coach, for your health well-being coach, because your friends are really good about cheering you on and helping you feel like you are empowered. And they're afraid to shift the train off the track. And And they may not have the expertise either. Like you don't have the expertise. Exactly. And it's much easier to be somebody's cheerleader without calling attention or helping them notice 
that negative that negativity or that that downward spiral that they're going into and when that negative talk starts to go in in terms of friendship you can go down that deep dark rabbit hole when you're talking with a professional we know how to hold that space and also highlight the things that are going on helping you to recognize what you have already achieved we help you find that that one bright spot that may have happened yesterday to mm -hmm. remind you that not every day is that deep, dark, black hole. Absolutely. That there are moments and we need to find those moments so that we can create more of those moments. Find the things that give you that glimmer of hope. Because when we have hope, that changes everything. Beautiful. So what is a health and wellness vision plan? And why does a divorced person need one? So super question. And not only does a divorced person need one, everyone needs one. So a mm. vision plan helps you. It's I, I call it part of my three-step process is that when you are working with, you know, me in particular, because I can only talk from my experience, is that we spend a lot of time talking about your strengths you know, touching on your challenges, touching on your goals, your dreams, your hopes, your visions, where you want your best future self to be. Talking about when you have gone through other challenging experiences, what were you able to use to get you through that challenging experience so that we can have those tools that you have already built into you to remind you that you have the self-efficacy to get through this. So we create a lot of awareness and then we create that future. What does that best future self look like? Whether it's a year or two years. And we put it in that present time. So if you're going through the divorce, your vision may say, I want to be, I am settled in my new home. My kids are happy. They're going to school. They're seeing their, their dad on a regular basis. And we have harmony. Mm -hmm. Then we break that down and we say, okay, what is the three-month goal? What is the weekly goal? What do we have to do today to make that vision happen so that we don't get lost in the overwhelm of, well, that picture's really nice and pretty, but where do I start? Well, that's where we come in together in that, where do you want to start? What do you have the capacity to do today? What is important right now that you say, you know what? Oh, I can do that. And if we find that, you know, on a scale of one to 10, that you're kind of, you know, you're like, ah, it's a six. We mm -hmm. take that time. We feel that. We get that. Why didn't you choose a four? Let's go through that conversation so that we can understand where, the, where your strengths are so that we can remove those barriers and turn that six into an eight where mm -hmm. you can come back next week and say, okay, you know what? I did really, you know... Here's what, here's what worked really well on Tuesday and Thursday, building that self-efficacy. Maybe it didn't happen on Friday. We can focus on what worked well so that we could bring it into the challenge of what happened Friday so that we can turn that into a gift and an opportunity that you didn't fail. There is no okay. failure in your healing process. Gotcha. So I know that one of the things that that my clients come to me and talk about is how lonely and isolated they feel with divorce. And you talk about social nourishment and how does 
what is social nourishment and then how does it affect one's relationship with food? Social nourishment has become one of the things that I talk a lot about and it impacts our health and wellness no matter how old you are. And we're talking about connection. We're talking about support, understanding if you're an introvert, an extrovert, an ambivert. If you are an extrovert and you're socially isolated, you are alone. Your energy is being sucked. You right. are, you're, you feel horrible. When you go out, even if it's just with a friend, your energy, you know, one friend, all you need is one person. You don't need a big, huge community. You might just need one person who is going to go out to lunch, go out for a walk. If you have no money during divorce, we have, I mean, not we have all been there. I have been there. Mm -hmm. Go for a walk. There's plenty of things that you can do without having to spend money. It is about yes. noticing if you are lonely, if you are isolated, making, creating that awareness. What is it that you can do? Like I have one client um, who lives alone and divorced, super lonely, challenging relationship with her food. And she belongs to a monthly book club and there's a bunch of women in there. And her goal one month was to find one person in that book club because they already had a commonality mm -hmm. to ask that person to go out for lunch. Oh, great. And what we ended up talking about was how her relationship with food shifted for the rest of the day. One time is not, a, we're, we're not talking quick fixes here. We can't undo right. like, you know, long-term patterns in one experience. It right. is noticing that, oh, my mood was better. I was lifted. I didn't come home and eat a sleeve of cookies. I had an enjoyable experience. I felt connected. Social isolation, lack of social nourishment is such a huge factor. You know, think about when we talk about the elderly. Yes. Oh, you know, she was, she died of loneliness. That's mm -hmm. a real thing. Absolutely. And it is not just for the elderly. Look at your children, how sad you might feel if they don't have friends and they, you know, whatever the reason is that they are alone. Mm -hmm. Keeping social nourishment is just as important for women, no matter what stage in life they are at. When you kind of say, you know, maybe, you know, you are socially awkward. There's a lot of socially awkward people out there. How do you find your community of socially awkward women so that you feel like you belong someplace? Yes. There is a space and place for everybody. Um, like I have one client that I work with who... We, we meet, you know, I, I, I make the flexibility for her because she is alone. She has chronic pain. Her life is really impacted. And sometimes we just get on a 10, 15 minute call so that she has social connection. Mm -hmm. It is that powerful. It is. So why you, you talk a lot about actions and behaviors. Why is it important to focus on those two things? The best example that I can give you is specifically with women. And women will say, you know, I want to lose X number of pounds. And they will do all the things. They will start exercising. They start restricting their food. They, 
you know, they dig in deep and then they start to feel good and then they break their diet and then they throw in the towel because they haven't met that destination. Mm -hmm. When we take that destination off of the table of, of, of a outcome goal, we switch it to a behavioral goal. How do you feel when you walk one day a week, two days a week, go, you know, are outside, whatever that action is, Mm -hmm. we want to focus on that intrinsic motivation on how you are feeling, not that destination, because that destination may or may not happen. The best thing that we can do is control our actions and behaviors. So I really, that is always my focus is about what are you doing? How does it make you feel? What are your motivators? Going back to that um, vision plan, what motivates you? When you have an intrinsic motivation, when you feel it from the inside out, that's when the that's when change happens. Gotcha. So I ask all of my guests to bring three actionable steps that a woman can take to improve her divorce journey. Um, what are your actionable steps? Find joy. Mm. Even if it is waking up and looking at the sun, notice your thoughts because we often have the same reoccurring negative thoughts for every negative thought that you have, write down several positive thoughts Excellent. so that you have them, that they become part of your self-care toolbox. And if you have children, the most important thing that I am begging you to do is not say one disparaging word about your partner or your spouse. The best gift that you can give your child is for him or her to discover who you are as individuals and to keep your baggage locked up. It 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 just means the world to me to keep our children safe. When I was going through a divorce, a um, therapist said to me that a child gets a piece of their identity from both parents. And so if you are always putting that other parent down, then that is telling the child that that part of them isn't worthy, um, isn't good, you know, those kinds of things. And so I think what you're saying is so important. It is one of the things that I know I did really well through my mm-hmm. divorce. And my kids are now, my kids were 16 and 11 when I started my divorce. And my kids are now 31 and 26. Mm-hmm. And the best gift that they have is that they know who their dad is. Mm-hmm. You know, they for they they see the good, the bad, and the ugly. They didn't need me to tell them. And just like I'm sure they see my good, bad, and ugly. They didn't need mm-hmm. him to tell that either. And we really tried hard. I can't say we did it a hundred percent. Nobody is perfect. Um, but like my mother would walk in the room and she'd be like, blah blah blah. I'm like, zip it. Like mm-hmm. not, it's not okay. We can have that conversation after. Hundred mm-hmm. percent not in front of my children. Right. Excellent. So Lisa, this has been so incredible. How can the listeners find you? Um, they can find me on my website at Lisa Doll Wellness. They can look for my TV show, Getting Healthy Without Rules. 
Um, that's up to, uploaded to my YouTube channel and Instagram and Facebook. And sometimes I'm more there than others. Um, so the best place is really to go to my website. I offer free office hours, free curated um, conversations to talk about health and wellness, no matter where you are in your life, divorce, not divorce, thinking about it, you know, pre, post, after. Everyone is welcome because we all have a commonality in wanting to be healthy, feel good, and feel empowered about ourselves. Oh, that's fantastic. Is there anything you'd like to share that I forgot to ask about? It is one of the quotes that I use from a book called Wake Up Grateful, and it is a wonderful book by Christy Nelson, is that I'm going to probably mess up my quote now that I have <laughs> used time and time again, is that life is messy and magical, and it is filled with gifts and opportunities. And as long as you have hope, there's some place that you're going to go. Yeah. Yeah, I like to say that divorce can be a springboard to a happy and fulfilling life. So, It was the best choice that I ever made for me. Mm -hmm. And as hard as it was, and I considered it financial suicide, it was the best choice that I ever made for me and my children. And they got to see the best of their dad versus the demise of our marriage. Beautiful. Lisa, thank you so much for being my guest today. This was so informative. I know that everybody's going to love it. Well, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. I'm excited to hear the episode. Yeah. Well, all of Lisa's information will be available in the show notes along with mine. And you can find them at HerEmpowereddivorce.com on the podcast page or wherever you listen to podcasts. Thank you for being with Lisa and me on this episode of Her Empowered Divorce. If you'd like one-on-one -on -one support for your divorce process, you can sign up for a consultation with me at HerEmpoweredDivorce.com. Join me for our next episode where we will be diving deeper into what other professionals can share to help you on your separation and divorce journey. Remember, you can find more of our episodes and please like, share, and subscribe. Hope you have a good day. Thank you and take care. Thank you for listening to the Her Empowered Divorce Podcast. Remember, divorce doesn't have to be a death sentence. With the right support and guidance, you can move through the process with knowledge, skills, and confidence, and it can also be a time of growth and empowerment. A divorce and empowerment coach is an invaluable member of your divorce team. I help you understand and navigate the process, come to terms with your emotions, avoid costly mistakes, find your true voice, and create an empowered life post-divorce. If you're interested in learning more, schedule a free consultation at HerEmpoweredDivorce.com and be sure to check out my other episodes of Her Empowered Divorce podcast and resources on my website or wherever you listen to podcasts. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review. This will help me reach out to more women in the same space so you are not so alone. I appreciate your support. Until next time, take care and stay empowered.